Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The last thing you ever want to do uh, with your loved one, right, and your couple is, oh, yeah, I think you better need therapy work. That's horrible. Oh my God, but it's, so, ne- it's increasingly common. Increasing, I don't know so I, I, no, it's horrible. Yes, yes. It's irresponsible <laughs> because therapy is something a person needs to be responsible for and they need to want it, but you cannot use it as a weapon. Okay, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut. We have a guest in the house today, but before that... This is Eric, Mr. Positivity. And I'm Dawn, at Chief Budget Oh, hi, my name is Remy. <laughs> One half of the Vogue Salary Man. Yeah, yeah. The financial page, if you guys don't follow. I, 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 Who don't know well, the Vogue Salary Man? Yeah, but don't, don't act shy. Eh. Don't act shy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah, it's great, great, great. So, Ray Ming in the house. Um, and I got him in the house today, of course, for a reason. Because he's also... You super- got him? No, no. Uh, Don, <laughs> Don got, him, got him in the house today because of this particular topic that we wanted to talk about. Because he's also super passionate about today's topic, which revolves around mental health. And mm. the ultimate question that we want to answer today is, do we all need a therapist? Okay, because... Uh, I why I wanted to do this topic because I feel like a lot of money is starting to move into this space. Mm-hmm. So um, it's creating this like next thing that you need to have. You know, it's like maybe there was a period of time it was a car, it was a condo. Now it's like, you know, clarity, you know, <laughs> like mental health. You know, it's like a next thing to hit, right? And I'm always very cautious when uh, businesses tell you that this is a next thing to hit, right? And uh, But I do, I, I did go for therapy before. So I want to bring this up, you know, this topic today of like, do we all need a therapist? Right and uh, yeah, I think a lot of bosses are very concerned about this topic because now everything is hashtag self care, hashtag mental health. Like, oh, I cannot work mental health. Very tough, yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, um, on the floor, anybody has any thoughts about like, do we all need a therapist? Oh, my answer is definitely yes. Coming from the world self help, absolutely. Oh, oh that, that bias. The, yeah, yeah that's the bias. <laughs> but I have to state okay. disclaimer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Everybody needs it. My so, view is no. But wait, yes, first tell me why. Why does everyone need a therapist? Okay, so all of us have traumas. What in from a what is a trauma? A trauma is essentially an incident that happened that created a negative impact to that person. So a very obvious one would be abandonment from parents or maybe get bullied in class. The problem is back then when we were young, we do not know how to understand that situation. So I'll give you a case in point. Like let's say you got bullied, right? And then the minute you got bullied, your mind cannot conceive that and your mind will start to protect it by coming up with a narrative. 
But that narrative is what gets us in trouble. So the narrative could be... More so the narrative could be... So I got bitten. And then the narrative is, oh, you know what? I need, to, I need to become a bully so that no one else bully me anymore. Or is, you know what? I suck physically. I, I'm not good. I need to study hard so that no one will bully me again. Mm. So all these are narratives. And eventually those narratives are what lead us, bring us to adulthood. But then suddenly we realize that how come I feel that compelling need to always be nice to people? I cannot be, I cannot speak up for myself. I cannot be aggressive. Why I can't? But actually, you if you trace back, oh yes, of course, <laughs> I've, I've done work on myself. Very nice. I'm very yeah. beta. Yes, right. And and then you realize that oh, the reason is no amount of training of being you know being assertive is help helping because I have this past conversation that I need to I need to heal. So that's why I say that if you face a lot of problems in life that doesn't seem to be able to be solved through basic training, then maybe it's time for you to look at a therapist to examine what are some of the traumas that you have and deal with them. But the question to answer is, do we all need a therapist? Yeah, absolutely. So all, we all, everyone need, we need, all need Because no one have perfect parents. It all starts with parents because parents are the gods of us. I see kiasuparent.com is going to like attack you. <laughs> <laughs> At this yeah. point. If you talk to any therapists that do work, work right, self-work, they always tell you that when we are born, who are the two figureheads that we look at as our parents? They are our so-called gods. Everything that they do is, is the world to us. Mm. So if our parents are not evolved, they're not trained, which understandably they're not, then they're going to say a lot of things to us that will eventually unconsciously damage us. Mm. It's not their fault. It's just that no one is trained. Okay, okay. Yeah. So everybody needs a therapist. Yes. What, what, what are you making things? Well, I actually disagree, but not because, you know, I don't think people won't benefit from therapists. It's more of like how the sentence is structured. Because mm. everyone is a strong word, right? And need is also a strong word. I think how I might say is like, most people might benefit from having a therapist. Because I think also, yes. when it comes to therapy, there are a lot of stuff like costs involved that make mm. it like unpractical for people to go for, for therapy. I think I read an article recently that said like some, a woman spent like 2000 a month on therapy. I think that would be way out of budget for a lot of young adults here. So mm. I mean, for that reason, I think like uh, going to therapy is like uh, good to have. But I think first of all, you should try to see whether you can solve the problems like on your own first. I think sometimes a therapist is a substitute for healthy relationships that you have in your life. And if that, if those people can serve the role of a therapist, although not entirely replaced, hmm. I think that's fine. But however, when it comes to a situation where you can no longer lean on your friends or loved ones for support, they feel like overwhelmed because you, are, you have entered a space that's too dark for even them to handle, then a therapist is where I would, I would turn to. Let's say if I face a little bit of hardship in my life, a therapist won't be the first person I turn to. Mm, yeah. Not your first safety net. Yeah, exactly. Which kind of feels like it's the it's a it's a thing these days, right? Like, oh, you need to talk to your therapist. It's, it becomes a simple rebuttal when the other person is giving you a little bit of a hard time. It even feels like that. I don't know if you guys have... If it becomes like that, that, then it's a problem, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like... It's becoming. It's becoming like that. It's becoming a simple rebuttal that, oh yeah, you need... You need some self-care. And that's why we need to address this topic yes, before yes. it becomes yes, an actual yes, problem. Yes. So you say no, right? Why, why do you say no? My view is actually very similar to Vaming. Mm. Um, mm. I feel that the role of a therapist can be replaced by friends, your trust circle. Uh, and it's not one friend, but different friends play different roles. So if it's like childhood trauma relating to, let's say, eating disorders, then mm. someone who has a healthier relationship with food or someone who might be working as a nutritionist or PT might be able to help you get out of that place. But if it's something else, then it could be another friend, another role model, another mentor. And I think if you have friends and people in your life who can play that role, like what you say, mm. not that they are a substitute for therapies, mm. but you don't need a therapy to help mm. you get there because you know how to seek out the resources yourself whereas for people who don't have that a therapist is kind of like a all in one place that you go 
to get the answers mm. for all these things that other people in your life cannot give you. Okay. So if you guys coming from a point like we don't have to f- use therapy as the first line of defense, mm. maybe yes, yeah. then I agree. But there's a, not so quick. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. Really. I have a, a but. Okay, 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 uh, okay, yes, okay. Now your, your, your point of stand is that, okay, your friend can play the role of the therapy or someone who has a healthier conversation in that area can be, right? However, there's a but. Because fundamentally, right, the number one rule of coaching or therapy is the client must be coachable. Yes. Mm. Because if the client doesn't want to be coached, regardless of me signing up for therapy, because sometimes uh, I might sign up for therapy for the wrong reason. I just want you to assure me that, validate me for whatever reason, but I'm not willing to work on my shit. With that as a basis, then therapy is not going to work. Even friends won't work. So I think we we need to remember this, that whoever is going to go for therapy, you need to ask yourself, are you really coachable? Are you willing to face your demons and your shit and your nightmares? And are you willing to change? Because change is very difficult. But that fundamentally assumes that you even recognize that you need to change Which or is where you know, self-awareness like, it's a demon in. kind of thing. But yeah. what are some basic parameters that you will observe? You know, whether whether if you, you keep, need to solve this thing. Oh, if you keep having the same cycle, if you see if you see patterns, Elaborate. you keep meeting the same, let's say relationship romantic, you keep breaking <laughs> leave up, falling out of relationship. Like if the first time you fall out of relationship, yeah, you can blame the person. Second time, but if third time, fourth time, you are the common denominator here, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not a guy, it's not a girl. So when you start to notice a pattern where you keep making the same mistakes, you keep getting yourself into the same situation. Perhaps it's time for you to wake up and think of realize that maybe you can't solve the problem. Because really you say, right, that if we can solve it, that's great. But sometimes the problem comes because we can't solve it. Because if we can solve it, we would have already solved it. And sometimes our friends can't solve it because their friends are too close to you and they can't tell you the truth. And maybe you don't feel the safe space to share. That's where the therapist comes in. Therapist is able to give you neutral point of view, create a safe space for you, but you must still want to work on yourself. I will challenge the neutrality of therapists. I don't think therapists are neutral. I mean, a lot of therapy work is based on DSM-5, right? Which is essentially the latest manual of like psychological disorders. You know, disorders is what they say or not, I say one. So (laughs) don't cancel me. But (laughs) but, um, if you really look at some of these things, um, it's an ongoing evolution in this game. So they're also learning along the way. You know, it's like, Actually, how many people realize your doctors are guessing half the time? All right, they take best in class information and then they 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 guess all oh, like that. Lot. If cannot two weeks later, you can't look for me. Fundamentally, it's a guess, right? So actually, therapists they are not neutral. They are also guessing, and they come from a particular school of thought. So depending on which school of thought they come mm. from, you know, it's a very different thing. It's okay. I'll give you a simpler mm. simpler example, right? The twin uh, uncle, the Chen Chiu, the guy, Sensei, and then the chiropractor, right? All of them say each other no use one. Uh, if you go enough, because I go enough of all mm. of them, they all say each other, ah, why you go Chen Chiu, no point one, put the needle inside, very dangerous. You know, like, oh, why you go to a chiropractor, fake one, uh, twist, 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 what use do they have? Right? But all of them are trying to solve some problem based on their school of thought. Mm. Right. Whether it works for you or not, that's a different discussion. If the Cairo works for you, great. Right. If the Twina guy works for you, great. Mm. Right. But if you just go to one type of therapist or one type of like, you know, these kind of healers, right? And hey, they don't work. And you mm. assume that they are all neutral and you know they're all, you know, with the good or their heart, they come from the same ground, then you are fundamentally dis, you know, like you're doing yourself a disservice. So which is why I don't believe that they are neutral. They come from a school of thought, and that's the part that we need to be okay. On so that. maybe I help you understand the world of therapy. Okay. So in the world of therapy, is actually a spectrum. One end of the spectrum is what we call mentorship. The other end of the spectrum is called psychotherapist counselors. There's a middle ground, which is where I stand for. It's coaching. There's a big, big difference. So in mentoring, is very much like this. 
Oh, you have this problem, is it? I used to have this problem too. This is how I solve it. You can try my way. That's the, that is the assumption is that you can't solve it. I use my experience. I tell you what to do. Then the therapy side, the counselor side, it's all about, oh, talk to me, you know, have conversation, chit chat with me and, and just, uh, just keep talking. That's why you see, sometimes people say, how can it take so long? You know, talk, 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 right? So that's the other school of thought, which is uh, assuming that the patient can't solve their problem and then we need to help them solve the problem by listening to them. But I subscribe to the school of thought of everybody is empowered to solve their own problem. Uh, a properly trained, we use the word therapies, but actually therapies belong to that category. Whoever that is going to intervene, right, as a coach, needs to create a space for the person to want to change first mm. and to have an empowered conversation that leads the person to realize that they have a problem, they want to change and that they have to figure out their own solutions mm. because then you can maintain neutrality because a coach, that if you go and check uh, ICF, International Coach Federation that regulates the coaches, there are 13 rules and one of the rules is you're not supposed to give advice to your client. You're not supposed to impose your thoughts even to your clients. So it's no, no book, no rule book. It's I create a space, I have a conversation, I guide you into create, realizing things and then you decide what is your plan of action. Mm. I subscribe to that middle. So there is, there is neutrality in the, in the intervention. Probably not at the extreme ends, but in the middle ground. Mm. So Eric, when you say therapist... Yeah. Are you referring to, because it's the first time I'm hearing about the spectrum between yes. coach and therapist. I mean, mm. I, I was not aware of this. Mm. So when you say, does everyone need a therapist, that do you, does it apply to everyone along the spectrum? Uh, or So everyone or needs to work on, needs someone to help them see their blind spots okay, okay. and to solve it. Yeah. But uh, I, I have my thoughts that you, sometimes we can have a mentor. If let's say you just need advice, like you said, I need mm. a friend to just tell me, but I can do it myself. Ah, okay. But sometimes it's medical. Right, yep. and, I, and I, need to, I need to go through uh, uh, trauma work and all. Then you need a therapy, some, a little bit more medical side. I mm, understand. Yeah, but I think majority don't belong their side. It belongs to like, you know, I'm not happy with my work. Uh, yeah. I, I have a breakup, you know, I have grief. I lost someone. Uh, I don't think you need that kind of medical work. Mm. But you have, there are functional coaches that can help you. Because mm, I think like yeah. the mainstream assumption of the word therapist is mm. the other end. You, you and it's new to me. I, 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 today, having this conversation, I realized that, oh, that's the main assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually, would never consider coaches as uh, therapists. In the world of therapy, there's so many. Because yeah. if you define therapy, therapy is essentially a healing process to help a person get out of that whatever that situation is. But we must is. get the first thing out. There's no such thing as retail therapy, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I, I once but and if all, you use the word therapy, uh, uh, but, but yeah, it doesn't solve the root problem. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's like retail shock, you know? I think that's yeah, more accurate than, than therapy. It's, it's a, a, what you know. call a handy plus. Yeah, okay. yeah. It doesn't solve the word. Yeah. Okay, so if you use your white broad term yeah. definition of therapist it will sound like you agree with most of us already because like we were referring to therapist therapist mm. like strictly the, the mainstream understanding of the term right uh, that's why I'll, I'll say that step number one is it's okay to seek therapy but there are so many spectrum um, we need to be very clear about what kind of help we need sometimes we just need mentoring help Sometimes mm. we need to have a person who is neutral to have a conversation and to empower us to make our change. Yep. But some of us maybe not in that position and understandable because you are so damaged, so hurt emotionally that you really need someone to really just deal with you. And, and I, I say that because I've been through all three processes. Like I have mentors helping me in my business. I had a coach to help me through my confidence. But recently I had a lot of panic attacks. And it's not something that's very intellectual. I, I don't know where that panic attack comes from. I, I have claustrophobia. That's when I realized that I need someone who can help me in a more unconscious level. Mm. Nothing to do with conversations. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, where uh, you went for a therapist. Yeah, that's why I, I feel that maybe the angle where I come from is everybody should proactively uh, seek help to help yourself, but 
be open in how you can get help. Fair, fair, fair. That's, that's like, reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's reasonable. Yeah. And that's probably why you like this space a little bit better. Because our old space is very claustrophobic. Very small. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? That's square. Oh, yeah, very it's still an issue. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think also like, uh, I like what you said on how it's about the unconscious. Mm. So therapies could be equipped to help you find the answers in your unconscious. Yes. But a friend or a coach may not be able to help you. But it can help you find in the conscious. Yeah. So if you're consciously aware and the solution to your problem that you seek can be found in the conscious domain, then you don't need a therapist. You do not necessarily have to pay for therapies. No. But if mm. the problem, you, you search in your conscious domain and you can't find it, then it could be that it's something in your unconscious that you're not aware of, like a childhood generational trauma. Yes. And then that's where going through, a, through proper trained therapies where they may like, you know, hypnotize you do they even do no, that no they don't no, 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 different interventions different, yeah, different, different yes, 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 yes. there is this uh, I don't know what's the official name for it where they have sensors in many kinds uh, I have, I have uh, process work ah, yeah. art therapy is also yeah, a form you don't even need to tell them anything yeah. you, as you draw they are so trained to kind of know the colour composition your strokes yeah. the strength of it they can hypothesize and then they will lead you into like and there's mm, maps yeah. as well maps don't even need to talk they sense your energy and they heal you so there's so many forms and and we're going there uh, very spiritual uh, uh, no, so, so that's how I feel that the number one is I hope that the listeners are open you know mm. that, and uh, unfortunately I, I have to admit you know, like you know there are a lot of shenanigans there are a lot of people who are <laughs> who, who catch on no, the I trend say one, uh, no I say one because I'm from that world <laughs> right yes, anything okay. that is popular people start to commercialize it oh my god and, and commercialize yeah. nothing wrong with that but then other people who are not even legit, they start to think, oh, wow, everybody is caring about mental wellness. Let's do our hocus pocus, you know. So I think our audience need to be discerning as well, to ask yeah. the right questions, to, to discern who is the legit one that can really help them. Yeah, yeah. and I, I come from the view that there's everything wrong with commercialization when, when, it, comes to, <laughs> when it comes to this, right? No, because, because now everything is self-care. Everything is mental health. Everything is like, it's like, this is like the next frontier of things you should spend on. You know, and and mm. and that is that the basis of it is commercialization, right? Because That's there's a lot say. of money flowing into the space. Marketers so, spoil everything. Yeah, so so everybody wants to. I mean, I, 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 yeah, yeah. So so, <laughs> so it's like everybody is there. This is a new frontier. It's like if you don't have mental health, like you don't have like this like peace, namaste vibes, right? You are problematic. You know, like you're not good mm. enough, right? And 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 that is the part that I'm really very Understand. very concerned about. I I don't think it's the next frontier, and I do believe that there is a pace to some of these things, right? It's like an onion situation, right? You have some easy problems that you solve. Uh, maybe sometimes just with, with a bunch of friends, right? Friends that are a little bit more aware of these things, you know, a bit more like sensitive with, with the, your emotions and all that. You can kind of solve those things, right? Or not say solve, maybe just pain relief is good enough. It's like these days, right? The borders have opened, people start flying. Where got mental health? No one care anymore. The Bangkok la, you know, everything is like It came out when we were stuck. Yeah, um, yeah. And and that 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 the whole demon thing is so big, right? But now it's like now that you can travel, who's still talking about mental health? No, I see article reduction in, in their space. And okay. fundamentally that's the problem. That because we have so much distraction right now, we don't have to look at ourselves, we don't have to deal with the demons. Oh, I challenge that view because yeah. I believe that sometimes it is uh you need to give yourself space to slowly face those things. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're not ready to it, you shouldn't force someone to no, go, course, go, and go into yeah, it, right? It, no, and, yeah. and the reality yeah. is, mm. something, is only a, a, some, uh, something is only a problem when it does not serve you, right? So if, if your belief of like, uh, let's say there's a very common belief out there, right? Like people like to talk about saving money and mm. all that, right? And they will associate saving money and it, because money is a bit abstract, right? So what a lot of people do is they will get you to associate this money to the amount of hours you need to work to get there. So in other words, mm. what are they trying to do? They're trying to draw the pain of work 
to anchor the idea of money. Mm-hmm. So then you will be a bit more prudent. Right? It's like, oh, this one, uh, buy this, uh, I need to work two years. Uh. Wow, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. So, so it's, it's a lot of that. But at some point, this idea no longer serves you, especially when you are trying to invest. When you are trying to allocate budget, you want to be a bit more technical, slightly less emotionally attached to it. Mm. Right? You want to be a bit more strategic. So this idea no longer serves you. So mm. the belief has to go. Right? And for therapy work, right? sometimes these beliefs are like deeply seeded that it takes time for, for, for them to open up. You know, like recently, only recently I was sitting down there one day and I was like, mm. like this, this thing come knocking at my door, mm. you know, like, like this random memory that I have probably dissociated and buried long ago started coming back. That is me giving myself space and me giving myself enough safety to then mm. lead this, let these problems come out. No, and, right. and so, perfectly fine. Yeah, so I, the rush yeah. to intervention is a part that I'm a little bit more concerned Individually, about. Individually, it's okay. But yes. as you said, there, there's always going to be, like if you start to, if you, if you have this enough mm. is enough, I think you're ready. Mm. But mm. I, what I disagree, uh, or what I, I feel that we shouldn't be doing is we cannot use therapy as an excuse to not have to be show empathy to people. You know how like, like sometimes like a person cry, we always like to do this. Like you, we'll say, oh, don't cry, don't cry, take tissue, right? From a, a psychological point of view, it's actually a very bad thing. Tissue yeah. is a very bad thing because you're supposed to allow the person to express. But because we're so uncomfortable with your tears, I'd rather ask you don't cry and tell you everything will be okay. And therefore, I refute all the negative emotions, which is actually still very useful. Yeah. So if, if people are starting to use yeah. that therapy as a weapon to not deal with your shit, then I think it's wrong. Yeah, but but do you think the person says don't cry, don't cry, not because they want to weaponize it, but maybe because like they just are unaware of it. No, absolutely. They're just unaware. Right? They don't yeah. deal with it. No, and and yeah. I do feel that a lot of people, they have, if I see, if someone sees the other person cry or feel hmm. like, you know, not in the, the happy or best hmm. state, Mm. It is this person's inability to comprehend the situation. So they tell you, don't cry, don't cry. Yeah, no, you absolutely yeah, but true. But for me, yeah. I come from a very different school of thought, right? So if someone is grieving, I grieve well. But you see, where do you get that knowledge from? I mean, I read some stuff and I also have some therapy. Work exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. So if oh, all of us... me into agreeing that... <laughs> oh, I make a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but the, the point yeah. is that if we don't have to try to work on other people, I think that we can never work on other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only person that we can work on is ourselves. We need to be responsible for ourselves. But the cool thing is that the minute you start working on yourself, that's when you realize a lot of things. Mm. That's when you start to have empathy for people's shit. Mm. And that's when you also learn not to say the wrong things because you realize that it's not going to serve that person. Mm. Yeah. So the basis of right or wrong is whether it serves that person in that in that context. In that context, whether okay. it forwards the person's evolution or not. So I'll say that um, it's for you to decide whether you're ready for therapy. You don't have anybody. Don't need marketers to tell you. Don't need a government to tell you. Yes, you decide yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Right. But I hope the government do more. <laughs> and <laughs> the government is doing more. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we just had a conversation with Minister Gunn from Manpower mm, mm. together with TikTok because we are part of the mental wellness community. Mm. So we they, they are. Uh, sorry, I don't think that is enough. I need institutions. <laughs> Okay. okay, it's not not just marketing all that because uh, a lot of people are saying oh mental health is very expensive mm. all that it's true right because why uh, it's not about the amount of insurance that you can cover there's no public infrastructure around or not enough uh, the public intervention is only at the very extreme mm. you know or for mm. the for the longest period of time that's why people think Xiao Langking very scary like Bangkok green like very eerie like this area, <laughs> you know like so so it's like no that, you know, and, yeah. and that's where the skills future come in do you know if you go on the skills future you check right there is a, a series of programs that you can actually learn. To actually self heal yourself to learn, yeah, so yeah, it's available for yeah, so, us. So I, I and I don't I don't mm. disagree with those things. I think those mm. are good, right? But uh, the institutions need to be a little bit broader, in my mm. view, right? Mm. Like it needs to it needs to cover because they used to only cover the most extreme. You need to cover a little yeah. bit, the, a little bit majority, more, right? Yeah, the mass majority, right? yeah, the mass majority that mm. that 
it's not about just self-healing or going for a program. Sometimes you really do need that slightly deeper work. And if the institutions don't come in, that means the public healthcare system don't come in and anchor this space, you, you end up having a lot of profiteering in the private healthcare. And it doesn't mean they're lousy, it's just they're very expensive. Right, highest bidders first, right in the market, mm. right. So, so they they are very expensive. So a lot of people get priced up of, of it, right. And all, no matter how much insurance you buy, it will never be cheap because there's no public healthcare to anchor on, mm. right. So and and, th- and that's the part that I think is is a structural thing. It takes some time to evolve, and mm. uh, it is changing. I yeah, get it is changing. There are, there are some measures. Yeah, there are there. some measures that are good, yeah. but you know, uh, we need more. Need to do more and uh, start Agreed. faster. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Let's or talk about costs. So, yes. the three of you have gone for therapy before. I haven't. Mm. What is one benefit or one problem that you got solved through therapy that you think wouldn't have happened if you didn't? I think I had an argument with my girlfriend. So, we went for a couple's therapy. Mm. Then the thera- together, therapy. Yeah, together, together. Then the therapist just said something that maybe you want to try reacting this way. Would it? Would that be more helpful to, to your girlfriend? Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, actually that makes sense. So it helped me like escape like my own thoughts into a third party. So I think having a neutral third party like definitely helps. Because sometimes when you argue with a loved one, you're just too into it. Correct. Right? You can't really be neutral. So true. Yeah. So yeah. having a neutral party really helps. And if you, if you go to like my friend, they'll take my side. You go to her friend, they'll take my side. <laughs> exactly. From your yeah. own echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it helps in that way. How about you, Eric? No, 100%, right? I'm a big believer. So what's advocate. one example? Um, I wasn't that confident when I was young, right? Because I, I don't have my own voice. Um, and I remembered when I went through coaching for the very first time, I was in uni, right? And I pride myself for being uh, uh, into personal development. And I love things, but I never seem to see any success in anything I do. I attend a lot of self-help. I'm a seminar junkie, basically. Yeah. But I can never see any results in my life. You're on the circuit. I was in yeah, the circuit. Yeah. So I just rah-rah, la, right? Uh, then I went to this coach and one of the exercises I did during the live coaching session was to write down all your goals. That was like, ah, so easy. I already know my goals. So I wrote down everything faster than everybody else. Then I was just trying to show shake off. Leg. Like, I shake leg just so that I've done your, your <laughs> so long, you know? Yeah. And then the coach looked at me and said, show me your list. And then he looked at my list. Then he said, okay, I'll give you one additional homework. You draw a line in between. Beside it, write down who told you to set up this goal. I was like, that's a weird question to ask. And then I started doing. Halfway through, I, I started breaking down in tears. Because I realized that and I see that's the realization by asking the right question that none of these goals were actually what I wanted. It's my mom, my teacher, society, everybody. Mm. Then he said, so Eric, you haven't done your work yet. What do you want? That was one of the fundamental, most powerful moments for and me. And after that, 
I that changed. was when you started getting real success. That's when I started setting goals that I really want and I'm not doing any more things to get validated. Not because, uh, because I, since young, as I said, like I never get validation. I realized that all I wanted was to be validated by my dad. Right? And when I went to my dad and said, Dad, uh, do you, are you proud of me as a son? And when my dad said, I'm proud of you, you don't have to do anything, I'm proud of you. When I heard that, then my entire burden dropped. I don't have to do anything to make my dad proud because he's already proud, which means now, oh my God, I got a freedom to do whatever I want. That changes everything. Mm. It was so profound moment for me. That's awesome that your dad will say, uh, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, it must have been like a big moment, right? Oh, but it was so embarrassing moment for oh, me because yes. like me and my dad were not very close yeah. relationship-wise. So it takes a lot of courage to, to have to hear that. Mm. But that's fundamentally, at least my, my own learning journey lah, that, wow, uh, that's why I love it. Mm. Um, yeah, I love, I love that moment. Do, do you tell your dad you were proud of him too? Huh? Uh, no, he, he, he will have to do his own therapy. You were not proud of him. That's a side. No, but there's a part two to that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part two to the story was um, I sent my dad to the same program. Mm. And that was when I realized that uh, because my dad remarried, so my mom is his second wife. And I, I didn't know that my dad carried so much guilt for his first wife. Didn't know that. Wow. He was carrying so much. So my dad always thinks he's a useless. Useless is a common word that he always uses. Oh my use. God, useless. Yeah, that would be, that's even worse. Right? He, he thinks <laughs> that because he, he doesn't study hard as a taxi driver, he, he really thinks the, li- the least of him. And I cried when I saw him read out, that. even now I'm feeling emotional, uh, at the back, I was supporting at the back, and he cried when writing that letter. He felt so guilty. And I realized because of his guilt, that's why he can never love my current mom. Hmm. Everything is compensation. So I say that, but when the time is ready, we have to trust that when the time is ready, the person will be ready. But yes, you should never force it on the person. The last thing you ever want to do uh, with your loved one, right, and your couple is, oh, yeah, I think you better need therapy work. That's horrible. Oh my God, but that's so, ne- it's increasingly common. Increasing, I don't know if uh, so I, I, no, it's horrible. Yes, yes. It's irresponsible <laughs> because therapy is something a person needs to be responsible for and they need to want it, but you cannot use it as a weapon. Wow, that's really powerful. Really, what about you? What was <laughs> what turn, huh? your story? Okay. So I have you. a darker part than some of these mm. uh, stories. Maybe maybe a bit closer to you. So I went for therapy and one of the biggest king was more like abuse. Right? So I grew up in a very abusive household. My experience with therapy is the first, uh, first session is quite lame one because you don't trust the person, mm. right? Uh, and, and to be clear, you may say you trust your friend, but a lot of your friends will not want to be your therapist if they are professionals, right? So a lot of my friends, they are like therapists or like psychologists. They'll be like, I don't really want to be your, you don't, I don't want you to be my client because it's very hard for them to separate. And then they know so much about you that it also affects their social life with you, mm. right? So a lot of therapists will not want to therapy their friends, so, in other words, you got to find someone that's a bit more random, right? In that sense. So, they'll recommend you their friends. So, so, I went for a few sessions. The first session is quite lame one because you don't trust a the person. They're finding you. You're finding them. You know, kind of sense each other. But because they have a professional ground, you already start to share a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I remember the most vivid experience was when uh, we were actually playing a sandbox. So, this I, I work with the art therapist. We were playing a sandbox. And she was like, okay, there are all these different things, figures, toys on the side, maybe you can, you know, build something, tell me what you want, or like, build something to represent you, right? And then, I mean, there are many different things. Uh. Two things I want to highlight. One thing was, I actually put a figurine behind, or on top of a dinosaur, right? And um, and then the other one was like a big band, you know, like the London big band. Mm. Yeah, so, as we were talking, as we were talking, so after you play this, you set up this thing, the therapist come in, and started to hypothesize, uh, what are you feeling? 
And she said that actually, I think you really want to be protected. That's why you put a figurine on a dinosaur. And that moment I was like, wow, wallowing and everything. So it was like an outright breakdown, you know, and, and that was a little bit of an awakening. Of course, I don't have an answer immediately at that point in time, right? But it's a, it's a signal, right? It's a, it's a signal that kind of drives clarity, right? And uh, yeah, eventually I worked through some of these things and realized it is a lot of horrible parenting experiences at home for all sorts of reasons, some, you know, induced by them, some uh, even transgenerational, right? Your parents get traumatized by their parents. They continue to pass down that shit. Some is societal, blah, blah, blah. That's why therapy was very impactful for me for a period of time. And then I went around preaching on this thing. Right? Oh, you should have a therapy, you should have therapy. I said, it's very bad about that kind of stuff, right? And so you were part of the commercialization. No, but I was before the commercialization. Mm. I was like way ahead of the wave, you know, maybe five years ago. Of course, I know it doesn't work like that now, right? But yeah, it is impactful for me, but I don't think everybody should go in straight away and you should kind of maybe read more, learn more, talk to your friends, um, build the trust circle, you know, and slowly, eventually, you'll find that some problems are sticky and hard to solve and the ideas in your head don't serve you anymore. Then I think that's when therapy is uh, very important. Not just powerful mm. anymore, it's important. I right? think it goes down to the value and cost, right? Because in all three of your stories, um, you all had a problem or something that was made the money worth it. But for someone who is being offered therapy mm. as like a weapon by other no, people, then, yeah. they may not recognize that they this problem it. or I, I, it's something I want to pay to solve. Mm. So until that becomes a fungible, tangible problem for them, they wouldn't want to go for therapy. Yeah. But Competing do you, goals are, do you know if you are in Singapore right now, you can actually just go to REACH, R-E-A-C-H. There are free counsellors for you to talk to. So you don't have to pay. Mm. Uh, and HPB Health Promotion Board is doing a lot of free mental wellness workshops too so that's, that answers your question about what institutions are doing so that's part of it I, I, the beginning so don't worry about cost because uh, I mean we're all aware that this whole COVID kind of make us claustrophobic and make us look at ourselves right Yeah, uh, it's a catalyst um, but yeah there, there's help and I think as parents what struck me really hard especially for both of your stories was that I hope I don't cause that trauma to my kid and the way I parent um, will not cause them to need to go for therapy or too much therapy in the future which, while some things are out of control which is why there's the this new that, school of thought called conscious parenting yeah so don't exactly. worry I mean we, we all damage our kids but, uh, <laughs> uh, but the thing is that uh, now that you're aware, things are going to change. Yeah. And, uh, and I would say, even if you end up causing hurt to your, to your kids, right? At some point, you are still in power to lead the healing. Well said. Right? But provided I recognize the Yes, hurt. exactly. So shout out to you parents out there, right? If, yeah. Okay, maybe if you're 30 plus, which is most of our audience, right? Maybe not him. Lah. <laughs> so, hey, wow. Oh, I need mental wellness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. we are 30 plus which is most of us in our audience uh, your kids are probably very young you are young mm. parents so at this point in time you are learning on the go okay great you know uh, I think I think parenting has become a more conscious effort these days yes. already with more Agreed. and more learnings right and and, and that, that's an extended discussion but if you are in your 40s which is also a big part of the audience your kids may be in their teens Right. And then there's the part where you start to see the divergence. Mm. Right? Because it's like throwing a dart, right? Everybody starts with the same point, but the divergence becomes bigger and bigger and bigger as, as you go further. And there is a point in time where if you become more conscious, like if you're consuming this piece of content and you're, you're becoming more conscious that 
you know, your kid very dissociated when they're with you. They don't really want to hang out with you. They don't want to travel with you. Um, you, you, you feel like you're bringing them happy time, but they're not happy at all. You know, all, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> then you are in power and in a better position yeah. to solve the problem. Right, just like your managers, right? If the manager is in power, is in the superior position, what is stopping you from leading that charge to kind of solve it? Rather than hoping that one day your kid will mark, because I think it muscles more courage for, for the, the other. Kid to yes, do to it, go yeah. back. Mm. It's the other. So the in other words, the resistance is higher. Right? And then it reduces your probability. La. That's not mean it's good or bad. I'm not making a moral judgment. But if you truly care and you are a parent and you see a problem and you are conscious now probably you're in a more powerful position. What start. would be the solution? Drag your kid to therapy? No, uh, no, no. Then it would be the same thing, right? First, I think. Yeah, yeah start exactly. With yourself first. So yourself. the parent can go for therapy yeah. to find out what kind of damage they may have caused to the kid yeah. and yeah. then start yeah. working from yeah. there. And, 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 I, and I think we're using therapy a bit loosely again, right? Yeah. So maybe more like working parent on yourself. groups, mm. you know, yeah. like uh, support groups first and then slowly, slowly, slowly as you dip yourself in this space, you get a bit more colour on like, like where, how intense do you need to go for? Yeah. And also, I think when like more awareness of mental health increase, like people can minimize the level of trauma they they deal on each other. Yeah, it mm-hmm. also and also it can also help them like uh solve like lower level problems that people don't need to go to therapy to solve. And ironically, that yeah. might like free up more resources to help for everyone, right? Like you cases. serious cases, then you go to therapy. If not, then someone who has uh went to therapy before, you know, maybe they can help help you talk through your issues. Hmm. So now I think you have to jump the gun and go straight into yeah. it. Mm. So that might increase as mental awareness and mental health gains more Agree. awareness. And it's happening, right? I mean, at least there's lesser stigma. You know, last time we always joke about, oh, you're crazy, you go Woodbridge Hospital, right? It's, it's, people use that. But now... At least now, I use Bangkok Green, you know. You use yeah, mine's, I'm from the <laughs> 1980s. Even, even earlier, Woodbridge, Pantiao, Pantiao. I love what Ramin say that that actually it will get better. Like as people are getting more and more conscious uh, and more self-aware, it will get better. So I think the fundamental thing is to remember you can't help others. You, 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 can you, you cannot help your kids. Down. You cannot help every Because the person needs to be helped. Want to be helped before you can help. Even professionals can't help them if they don't want to be helped. So don't feel helpless. Just work on yourself. Because by, by virtue of you working on yourself, you impact everybody around you. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like, yeah. In as a positive way. more and more of these kind of things, mm. I also become more conscious and supportive of, of people but I will also say that you know uh, organizations use trauma in a way to keep you in line okay they, they, they co- co- cause a lot of pain for you to keep you in line right? like in the military or you know in, uh, in a lot of things so this kind of pain pleasure reward structure taken too far becomes a trauma okay so so uh, I don't agree that one day there will be no more trauma no it is used and weaponized in a very smart way for organizations to keep you in line. So as long as we recognize that being a problem, yes. then we can find the tools. In this case, it could be therapy to get us out of it. Yes. But if we're in it, we don't recognize it or we don't even feel it's a problem, yes, then yes. it's okay to exactly. just let it be. Yes, yes. Okay. If it's not a problem, it's fine. Yeah, you live you in know? your metrics world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, everyone is living <laughs> in their own metrics world. Okay, that, that's, a, that's a different argument. But I agree with you, right? And the, the thing is, sometimes when we shift out of particular organization, we find so hard to, you know, like like live in a new place because all these old ideas in another place I is so deeply cemented in us, right? So mm. we find so much resistance and friction and uh, displeasure in this new place. And sometimes, right, people do it on a day-to-day basis at home, at work, at home, at work, at home, at work, right? And, and this is a big part of modern life where you transcend multiple environments. Mm-hmm. within a short span of time and I think that's the part that if you are a bit more aware then you can be a bit more nimble la. some environments like that and you know you may not like mm-hmm. it but this is how it is you know you, you live here and you 
you you thrive here yep. right? and you go to another place another place don't need to take too much of that with you uh. does it make sense no I, yeah. that's why fundamentally mm. if, if we want to land today's topic right? I think number one is uh, to increase your self-awareness to start asking the right questions like why do you behave the way you behave you know and, and keep working on yourself because I, I really, I, I, I'm of a belief, it's my belief, that the, the sole purpose of us as a human being here on earth is to evolve, is to become the best version of ourselves. And everything around us are just vehicles for our evolution, our, our careers, our relationships. And if today we start to see problems as just a chance for us to evolve, then, then we would, instead of, you know, bitch, moan and whine about problems, we start to see problems as a reminder, oh, I need to work on myself because it points to a certain inadequacy. And I go, I go proactively look for it. Mentor, friends, therapy, coaches, doesn't matter. But if everybody start doing that, oh my God, the world is going to be so beautiful. No, but beach moan and wine is also an important process of, of this whole thing. The when problem is it becomes a cycle yes, and people don't exactly. get out of it. Exactly, when it becomes yeah. a cesspool and you're stuck within it and you mm. feel like you want to get out, that is when the problem comes. You know, sometimes people just need a little bit of comfort. You know, like like we're stuck here for two years and then like Bangkok, enough, everything's settled. You don't hear anymore. Yeah, that's right? why you're doing so, therapy. Yeah, therapy already, right? So maybe you just need a relief, or maybe you just need like a gathering, a bunch of guys gather together, drink and talk about it, a bunch of sisters gather together, whatever, right? You just need that moan, that bitch. And sometimes it's just have you not seen the financial area? Uh, what? <laughs> Everyone downstairs bitching, right? Like they're upstairs, they put the LinkedIn post, I want to appreciate my boss, uh, blah blah blah. And then you go to the bar downstairs at MBFC. Wow, what can it uh? Right? So it is, and that is an important part of them finding comfort and soothing. It may not be a problem with them, you know. It is just them as a way to cope with the situation. Mm, coping mechanism. Yeah, which is not inherently a bad thing. Mm. Okay, but if you get stuck in the coping mechanism and you want to get out, that's the problem, and then you got to solve the belief. Mm. And then the deeper problem comes in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, no, totally. Yeah, validity in coping is... Have you ever had a conscious friend? Like, okay, uh, I, I'm just bitching about my husband, okay, but we're okay, one. Yeah, yes. I uh, do that one. So, yeah, so that's called conscious. So I'm just going to be, 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 Okay, I'm done. Mm. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for listening. Yeah, it's true. I always so if we have friend, that yes. kind of awareness, like, yes. wow. Yes, yeah, I, I text my friend, okay, yeah. we're going to meet tomorrow and I really need to talk about this thing. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be nice. Please hold space for me. And then mm. they'll be like, okay. Okay. No, but this skill is beautiful. Can oh, you imagine if more people have that skill? Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, you can sign up for my link here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be a therapy, you know? I don't know, I don't know. But yes, yes. Okay, great. Yeah. I, I, I like yeah. this because like, I came into this conversation thinking that it's a straight out no for me. Yeah. I don't mm. see the value and I don't see how to justify the cost of therapy since I don't find it a problem. Yeah, mm. I need to fix. But I really like the perspectives and colors that you guys gave. Like, you know, for a couple, couple therapy might be helpful because it's very hard to find that neutral third party who can advise both of you and then both the couple, both people are listening and not thinking, you're just saying this because you're on his side or her side. So, so that, that could be mm. worth the price, the mm. value. And of course, then a better relationship. And then for your case, it, mm. it could be like, you just don't know, it's something unconscious. So then the therapy could be asking you the right questions. And because you don't know what you don't know, yeah. the value of the therapist could be in helping you discover and guide you to the route but don't go in expecting the therapist to give you all the answers yeah. because they are only guiding you so you can find your own answers uh, so maybe that's how you know whether they are real legit or not if ever a therapist come to you and say oh let me give you the solution that's not a legit therapist because the solution lies problem. with you exactly there's no such thing as someone can give you all the solutions mm. yeah maybe that's how you check red flags yeah and then the, the last part is if you can um, you could get free resources and um, you know there's, there's like online there's friends trusted people but also like reach you said, and reach HPB. and HPB and yeah. all these different modes and programs out there but at the end of the day I think it's really just recognizing 
don't let society commercialize it. It's trying to commercialize it. So let's be conscious of it mm. and only seek it out when it's a problem. We need the value. Yeah. I feel like HPB need to sponsor this episode. I will send you an email. I, I can forward them. Please, <laughs> <laughs> yes, please forward them. I think they need to sponsor. They will do part two. Yes, part yes, two. We yes, can yes, do part yes. two. We can share. Any other things, Rebe? No. Anything I think you picked up? I think How about say one thing that was most impactful for you? Mm. Oh, I hate this kind of thing. Can you go? <laughs> <laughs> I say three things. Yeah, so she said three, yeah, she said three things. Okay, okay, yes, yes. Oh wait, it's still on me. Yes, it's still on me. <laughs> we, we, we said a lot. <laughs> he said a lot. He said a lot. He said a lot. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So any any last things? You're the guest, huh? you must say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Wait, wait. You're pressurizing me. Yeah, I am. I you're am. causing me. You're causing me trauma. <laughs> Yeah, it's causing me trauma. Yeah, putting me in a squat. Yeah, yeah, weaponizing yeah. this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, well, I got a point to say, but I don't, I don't think you'll wrap up the podcast. Mm, mm, mm. I, think, the I think sometimes self-care is not just about like taking like a wellness break or going for a massage or like going to Bali. Sometimes self-care means doing the tough things, you know. And oh, sometimes that means like looking after your finances, having difficult conversations. And I think all the self-care has kind of been, uh, this very, can be very portrayed, this very fluffy thing. Like you just, it's, it's all like good and nice things. But actually, sometimes self-care means doing the tough things. I know what you're leading to. Yes. Self-care is often misinterpreted as pleasure. Mm-hmm. Doing things that will make you feel pleasure. But the truth is self-care also is about growth. And growth doesn't come until you acknowledge and do all the difficult things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. I, someone gave a very good uh, word Definitely. to that. Uh. Uh, it's called personal admin. Yeah, Personal administrative time. Is, wait, wait, isn't that from NS? Is it? Yeah, yeah. No, is it NS? Yeah, yeah, NS, they use it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, personal I, I administrative yeah, time. Yeah, after 7 pm, you have your personal admin time, then you oh. meet for night snacks. Oh, um, yeah, you know don't, 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 don't go there, don't go all right, there. Very right. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's not do it then. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah, in yeah. next episode. Next episode, next episode. Any last things, Eric? No, I, I love today's call. I love being challenged. I love hearing everybody's perspective because mm. you might have to bear in mind that I come from that world, right? And yeah, so I'm yeah. all about 100%, but uh, I see the nuances mm. and, and I hate that people are abusing it, commercializing it. So it just makes me feel like uh, we need to educate. Everybody needs to be more discerning yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they can pick the right people. Otherwise, the, the wrong shenanigans will spoil the market for all of us. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, yeah. I want to, in closing, I want to say that I'm not against commercialization. Mm-hmm. I'm just cautioning the excessiveness of it. Right, such that it becomes the next big thing and people use it as a weapon and you know mm. you kind of force it on everyone else that uh, I do mm. think that we all need some space and uh, which is why I think one of the episodes we talk about honesty la. we will talk about that I don't know is it before or after but <laughs> being honest with yourself I think that's the, the base to start here, here. and that's why yeah. you guys listen to Wise and Shine <laughs> so that you can recognize before it becomes excessive and stop it exactly, exactly thank you thank you guys love it Woo! thank you <laughs> <laughs>